This is Statehouse News. This podcast is a production of the Center for Community Solutions and features content from the Hannah News Capital Monitor. For a complete version of Statehouse News, as well as other programs and publications, please visit communitysolutions.com. Thank you for joining us. Today is Thursday, May 7th, 2015, and this is Statehouse News Issue 17. Repeatedly reiterating the issue facing low-income Ohioans regarding health care is no longer accessibility but affordability, coupled with concerns about sustainability of the program and the potential for people to depend on Medicaid, Strategic Health Care's Steve Wormerth told members of the Joint Medicaid Oversight Committee, JMOC, Thursday, that the public policy debates could be expanded to include not only Medicaid benefits, but also what are those policies that incent employers to offer health insurance that is affordable to their employees. While that policy debate ensues, there are some initiatives that can be employed to extend Medicaid benefits that control spending and educate beneficiaries to be wise consumers as they transition from Medicaid to private insurance. He started out by explaining that while the state's Medicaid expansion extended coverage to those with incomes up to 138% of the federal poverty level, these individuals, while they have incomes, are working in low-wage jobs and cannot afford their employer's health care insurance benefits, or they could be only working part-time and are not eligible, or they could work for an employer who does not offer health insurance. He suggested that there are three options to extend coverage while at the same time controlling the utilization of Medicaid funds, premium assistance, premium co-pays, and health savings accounts. He concluded by asking what is Ohio's goal for Medicaid and the health care system? Is the goal to reduce dependency on federal Medicaid funding? Is the goal to ensure a sustainable health care system regardless of the Affordable Care Act's future? Is the goal to ensure access to affordable health insurance for both employers and individuals? Wormerth was followed by a presentation from the directors of the Departments of Medicaid, Aging, and Developmental Disabilities, John McCarthy, Bonnie Berman, and John Martin, respectively, providing an overview of the state's Medicaid waivers. McCarthy briefly explained that waivers allow state to augment the way services and care are delivered to individuals. There are primarily four kinds of Medicaid waivers with varying requirements and hoops, and he focused on Section 1915C and Section 1915I waivers. McCarthy went on to explain that while at the time he had talked about a single unified waiver, the department has given up on that and is now pursuing a different route of unifying waivers, i.e. the Transitions Carve-Out Waiver that is now being moved to Passport. Unintentional drug overdoses caused the deaths of 2,110 Ohio residents in 2013, up from 1,914 in 2012, according to a new report from the Ohio Department of Health, ODH. Opiates, which include heroin and prescription pain pillars, were culpable in 73% of overdose deaths. 
heroin-related deaths rose from 697 in 2012 to 983 in 2013, while prescription opiates were responsible for 726 deaths in 2013, up from 680 in 2012. Rx-related deaths remain fewer than in 2011, when 789 people died from prescription pills. In a news release, ODH said a Lorain County pilot program saved 63 lives in 2013, adding that naloxone was administered by Ohio Emergency Medical Services EMS personnel 12,256 times in 2013 and 15,493 times in 2014. Ohio is fighting drug abuse through many initiatives on several fronts at the state and local level, involving law enforcement, public health, addiction and treatment professionals, healthcare providers, educators, parents, and many others, ODH Director Richard Hodges said in a statement. Many of these initiatives were launched in 2013 or later, and it will take some time for their full impact to be reflected in Ohio's drug overdose deaths. We know that we're doing the right things, but the data underscore the need to redouble our efforts. Counties that experienced declines in drug overdose deaths from 2012 to 2013 included Lucas County and Summit County. ODH noted that Governor John Kasich's proposed executive budget for 2016-17 biennium includes investments in naloxone, calls for the Ohio Department of Rehabilitation and Correction and Ohio Moss to expand the availability of treatment within state prisons upon release, and provides another $5 million to expand the addiction treatment pilot program in additional drug courts. A new report from the Federal Foundation to End Senior Hunger, or NFESH, says the number of seniors facing the threat of hunger in Ohio has grown by 26.3% from 2012 to 2013. According to the State of Senior Hunger in America 2013, an annual report, 16.32% of Ohioans 60 and older answered affirmatively to one of 18 questions contained in the Core Food Security Module, CFSM, in 2013, which is up from 12.92% in 2012. NFES refers to these respondents as marginally food insecure. Answering three or more food insecure while answering six or more in a household with no children is very low food secure. The report focuses on the marginally food insecure and those facing a threat of hunger. The report finds that nationally 15.5% or 9.6 million seniors faced the threat of hunger in 2013. The report also notes the following findings. Those living in states in the South and Southwest, those who are racial or ethnic minorities, those with lower incomes and those who are younger, ages 60 to 69, are most likely to be threatened by hunger. Out of those seniors who face the threat of hunger, the majority has an income above the poverty line and are white.
some happenings from the week of April 27, 2015. Office of Budget and Management OBM Director Tim Keene continued the drumbeat of administration concerns with the House-passed version of the fiscal year 1617 budget, House Bill 64. Begun Wednesday in testimony before the Senate Finance Education Committee, Keene's push resumed Thursday when he met with reporters to explain the issues in greater detail. The crux of the administration's concerns a budget plan based on rosier expectations than the conservative estimates Governor John Kasich prefers, increased one-time spending, and promises of future increases the state may not be able to deliver on. Governor John Kasich answered the newly released recommendations of his task force on community police relations Wednesday with an executive order creating a new permanent advisory board that will issue statewide minimum standards for use of force and officer hiring at all law enforcement agencies in Ohio. He said the seven recommendations are the consensus of task force members, average Ohioans, and national experts on the steps needed to mend the fractured relationships that exist between law enforcement and some communities. He said systemic change will require new state funding to succeed and the number of foreclosures declined in Ohio in 2014 for the fifth straight year, according to statistics released this week by the Ohio Supreme Court. The 43,727 new filings in common pleas courts of residential, commercial, and tax foreclosures cases last year represented a decline of nearly 18% from 2013, and a decline of slightly more than 50% over 2009, when the state reached an all-time high of 89,061 new filings, the court said. And some notable quotes from around Capitol Square. It's no secret that Senator Seitz has been yearning for this one for quite some time as he'll be able to have a smoke and a drink in public for the first time since the smoking ban. Let's not keep him waiting. Representative Lewis Blessing, speaking on a, an emergency clause for House Bill 47, which creates outdoor refreshment areas. That's just the beginning for him, by the way. Senator Chris Widener, speaking to Board of Tax Appeals Executive Director Kathleen Crowley about the tough time he gave Tax Commissioner Joe Testa during his testimony on the Ohio Department of Taxation's executive budget proposal. Widener called ODT's tax fraud quizzes harassment during a Senate Ways and Means Committee hearing. Lots of what I do causes consternation. Ohio Department of Medicaid Director John McCarthy, addressing the Joint Medicaid Oversight Committee regarding changes his agency is pursuing regarding the state's Medicaid waivers. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Statehouse News presented by the Center for Community Solutions. For a complete version of Statehouse News, as well as other programs and publications, please visit communitysolutions.com.